Pizza, and I appreciate you listening to my show. If you want to catch any more episodes, you can go to wherever you listen to podcasts like Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast, everywhere, and hit the search button. And you type in Lens Bias. That's L E N Z B I A S. Lens Bias. You can find me on social media on Twitter at Good Weed Matters. All one word. And you can find me on Instagram at lens with the Z underscore bias. Or you can just hit the link in any of my bios. Peace and blessings. Thanks a lot, Sixers. Thanks a lot for nothing. Motherfuckers. Ben Simmons refuses to shoot the fucking <sighs> readings in Papitoville every Monday. It is. What the fuck is today's day? No clue. Let's find out. It's June 21st. God damn it. I think we officially in summer. I think summer start like June 19th or 20th. Yeah, this shit official. We in there. Why did I just like this blunt? I got a whole nother blunt inside. God damn it, Bobby. See? Joel and B and Ben Simmons got me all fucked up. But, uh, yeah, last night my Sixers lost. Motherfuckers. Lost game seven to the motherfucking Atlantic Hawks. Atlantic, Atlanta, whatever the fuck they are. They beat us. I knew that, man. I was. I tried to stay positive. I tried to talk my team into the game and these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers dropped the ball, man. We lost last night, 103-96. What's crazy was... Like, I think besides the first quarter, we was outscored. Like, we lost the last three quarters. So, they just was kicking our ass most of the game. And not kicking our ass like they was up 10 and 20, but they just had the lead for most of the game, man. I feel like a game seven at home, Sixers, y'all had to dominate. Y'all had to come out there and show them that they was going to have to fight to stay in the game. And then we had to fight to stay in the game. How you lose the last three quarters? Like, ah, it was meals. And we was up four in the fourth. I think it was like 80-something to 70-something at one point. I can't even remember off the top of my head. <coughs> I don't think I got ESPN open at the moment. But, yeah, that, that fucked me up, man. I was really hoping. I really thought that we could win the <coughs> – excuse me. I thought that we could win the not only the Eastern Conference chip, <coughs> but I felt like we could win the, uh, the NBA championship, man. I really – I thought we had a team that especially matched up against, like, Milwaukee – then if we go to the chip matchup against uh what's them boys? The Phoenix Suns. I felt like couldn't nobody hold Joel and B, but I mean Jo JoJo did his thing, I get from be honest. But like I was saying, let's see, recap, box score. it's uh, not what I'm looking for. Alright, so we actually the Sixers we we won the first quarter 28 and 25. Bam. Then we lose the second quarter 23 to 18. Lose the third quarter, 28 to 25. Lose the fourth quarter, 27 to 25. So it was just, we kept, we didn't have a good second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. Like I was saying, JoJo held it down. I don't even know what JoJo had. Let's find out. JoJo, I, I feel like he had a, a decent game. He could have stopped. I ain't going to say stop, but 
He took a lot of jump shots, man. You got to get your ass. This is my fucking game seven. You got to get your ass in the post, man. This nigga was 11 for, 20, 11 for 21 from the field. We had 31 points. You can't be mad at that. He was a minus two for the team. Tobias was a minus six. Shit. He had 24. I guess that's better than nothing. Steph Curry had 16. So the people that we needed to show up ain't show up. Ben Simmons, fucking five points. Come on, my guy. What are you doing? How do you score five points in a game seven? I mean, you made two baskets and one free throw. I don't know what's going on. They got to put that nigga on the block because he refused to shoot. Y'all need to put that nigga, put Ben Simmons in pick and roll situations. That way he can put these little guards on the block and murder their ass. He should be averaging, even if he should be averaging 20 free throws a game. He's scared to shoot the ball, man. This nigga is scared to shoot the ball. Hey, who the, who run uh, the Sixers? Doc Rivers, Daryl Morey. Y'all niggas call me. I, I'll shoot that bitch. I'll shoot that bitch. Hey, you only got to pay me half of what you paying Ben Simmons. Look, pay me 100K a year, and I'm straight. I'll let that bitch fly. I'm going to knock down some of them. Shit. Fuck. For 35 million? Nigga, I give you 20 points. I'll find a way to give you 20 points. I steal 20 points for you. Well, at least five. I, I knock one of these. I knock Trey, Trey Young head off so he can't play in this game seven. But I'm not just going to go out there and do nothing. Do nothing. Like, they showed the stat of this man's shot attempts. He shot three shots during the whole series. Or made three shots. Some bullshit like that. He just, man. He, he had games where this nigga wasn't even taking shots. Yo, Ben. You, listen. You a cool dude. I ain't got nothing against light-skinned niggas. I ain't got nothing against Australians. But all that soft shit, man, you have to go in. Because you too big. You fucking... 6'10, 240 pounds, and you scared to, to big man these little niggas. And at first, I gotta give you your credit. You was being aggressive. But once you get to the lane, it's like you nervous, dog. What you nervous for? What you scared for? It's basketball. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody gonna shoot you if you miss the shot. We, everybody in the Sixers arena, everybody in the Sixers nation is begging for you to take these shots. We don't give a fuck if you miss, Ben. We just want you to shoot, my nigga. We just want you to shoot, man. We believe in you. Philly has your fucking back, Ben. We got your back, but right now we feel like you robbing us. You came and stealing this money from us, and you ain't giving us no results. Ben Simmons, you 6'10", you ain't giving us no results. Yeah, the uh, the, the double-digit assist is cool, but nigga, we need you to have a double-double. I ain't even talking points. Have a double-double if you was going to be an assist man. Grab rebounds, get assist then. Turn into Magic Johnson, man. You need to go watch the Magic Johnson highlights, man. Somebody better call Tracy McGrady and get this young boy off. It's a game. This shit is looking terrible out here. JoJo, you did good. Joel and B, you did good. You played your game, but you shoot way too many jump shots. You the most dominant player in the game right now. You the most dominant player. You had 31 last night, and you was taking mainly jump shots. You should have had 45 last night, big man. On some real shit, you should have had 45. You the... You the in my opinion, you're the best thing in the game. The Joker up there in Denver, he's not better than you. Come on. Yeah, he can, he can pass the ball, but he's not out here giving niggas work like you. You out here giving niggas work. And you have a game seven, 31 points. It ain't enough, big man. We need more. You're the superstar player for our team, for this league. We need more out of you, and me. I don't know what else you could have did, but we need you to give more. Because your man Ben ain't fucking helping. So unless you want to be mad at Ben, and we just call it what it is, your man ain't helping. I gotta drink my tea and relax, goddamn. I, 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 I
Joel, you did your thing. I'm going to give you a break. On to this nigga, Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. You played good. You, you, gave us some, you gave us some buckets. You had like 20-something, I believe. I don't check. I think that's what it said. I think it said Tobias had, what, 21? 24. So, I'm not even mad at you, Tobias. This shit just be looking unorthodox. Like, you be missing a lot of easy shit. And that's why I be upset with you. But, you know what? You definitely stepped your game up. You earned your paycheck this year. Because last year, nigga, you was at. But this year, yeah, you came to work. You earned your money. I salute you, Tobias. I'm not even mad at you. Now, what you could do, what you could do for a nigga, what, what you had. Damn, I can't even be mad at you then. You had 14 rebounds. Tobias, you played a motherfucking hell of a game. You had more rebounds than our fucking center. Tobias, let me let me let me get it. Hold on. This nigga, I wish I had audio and shit. Let me clap for Tobias. Good job, my nigga. Good job. You gave us 24 and 14 in the playoff in the game seven. You are third option. You did your motherfucking job, Tobias. I ain't got nothing to say about you. Good motherfucking job, Tobias Harris. Matter of fact, we're gonna have a Tobias Harris slash J. Cole appreciation day sometime on this podcast. Cause they wanted the same. I read somewhere. Tobias Harris is J. Cole in another reality if he chose to <laughs> pursue basketball instead of rap. And I always tell people it's funny because J. Cole, uh, he was up there, I think, like Queens when he was going to St. John's. Uh, what's my man name? Uh, Tobias Harris, he's from Long Island. So I like to imagine in some strange world they walk pi- walk past each other one day. <laughs> it's like, oh my, oh my God, it's my twin. But I digress. Harris, I salute you. Good job, man. Uh, who else? Who else? Let's see. The young players. I want to get some credit to the young players. Y'all stepped up. Now we got two. Uh, we got two second-year players. I think Shake is a second-year player. Shake Milton and Matthias Thabo. I think that's how you say this nigga name. I always be fucking up my young boy name. That's why I just call him the young boy, Matthias. Matthias Thabo. That's his name. I'm not mad at you, Matthias. You're a defensive specialist. You did your best to stay in front of these niggas. And, and, and you actually did a hell of a job. Y'all all did a hell of a job, especially y'all young boys. Y'all did a hell of a job shutting down Trey Young in game seven. Yeah, that nigga got hot in the fourth quarter. I ain't even tripping off that. Young boys, y'all showed that y'all are our future coming off the bench. Y'all held shit down for real. I got to get credit to what? Shake Milton, uh, Maxi. I always fuck his name up too. What's his? Tyrese Maxi. And, uh, and Thibault. Thibault, Maxi, and Milton, yo. I, I fuck with y'all young boys a lot, man. Maxi, I, I think, honestly, I think that's our future at point guard, man. I don't think Ben going, I think Ben done lost his spot to Maxi, if you personally ask me. Ty- Tyrese Maxi, he showed, as a rookie, he showed no fear. He showed he can go out there and get a bucket. He showed that when we need buckets for our team, he can go out there and carry us. Whereas old fucking Ben Simmons scared to shoot, so. Me personally, I feel like Tyrese Maxey is the future for the Sixers. Mm, excuse me. I feel like he's the future of the Sixers at, at the point guard and the two guard spot. Because he can play off guard sometimes when you need him to get a basket. Say he in there with like George Hill or somebody like that. But yeah, Maxey, you definitely the future of our team. What you have last night, young boy? Maxey gave us what? Damn, Maxey, we need more than that. Mm, he went 0 for 2 on, on field goals, only gave us two points. We need more. You ain't have a good game seven. You played some good defense, though, young boy. And you kind of like your confidence, but game seven wasn't there. We're going to need you to step that up, baby. But yeah, I think you definitely the future. Uh, 
the future of uh, the point guard position for the Sixers. I don't think it's going to be. I think we're working on the trade right now for Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons is going to start the season as a Sixers point guard or starter, probably get moved to like forward, and I think he's going to get traded after that. I'm just, that's what I foresee. I see me getting somebody like Bradley Bill probably. Yeah, probably. But we're going to see. Who else? Uh, Thibault. Thibault. I don't think you did too much yesterday either, but excuse me. Thibault gave us, what, eight points? A couple boards. No, he gave us one still. You play good defense, but we need you to step up. That, that three ball, that's what it is. Thibault, he comes in handy with that three ball where he's able to knock that shit down, man. You give it to him, he shoot it with confidence. You know, he didn't have a good shooting game last night. It happens. It happens to the best of us, but I like him. I think that's the future of our two guard. Whereas though, maybe it isn't. Him and Maxi can switch. Whereas though, he'll run the point on offense and Maxi will be the two. But on defense, they're going to switch and Maxi guard the ones and he guard the twos. Dabble guard the twos. I think that's our starting backcourt. With uh, Tobias, JoJo, and we throw somebody else in there. Maybe Farrakhan, uh, Corkmonts, or maybe we find somebody else. Maybe we look, maybe we looking for that piece right now. Maybe that's the piece we're gonna get when we trade them. We're gonna get like a small forward swing man type of piece because that's what we need. Like I said, I think we we good on point guard. Everybody wants to say Ben is our point guard. No, Ben ain't our point guard. Not of the future. But it is what it is. And uh, Milton, Jake Milton, I think that's our our six man. I think in the future he's gonna be our six man coming off the bench, giving us baskets, being in that Lou Will. Being in that uh, Jamal Crawford type of mode, and that uh, what's my man name that played for Utah, Utah Jazz, Jordan Clarkson type of mode where nigga you come off this bench to score, you come off this bench to shoot the ball and get buckets. <clears throat> so that leads me to like the future of the Sixers. <clears throat> like I said, I think Ben isn't going to be in our future. I think the two, I think our young players, the three young players are going to be our guard rotation. You throw in uh, Seth Curry, you throw in George Hill. I think MB is just going to have to realize, yo, I can shoot the three-pointer, but I'm just going to give y'all 40 every night from the paint and make y'all tired of me. Just make y'all fucking tired of me. And I think the Sixers, we still we still got a chance to, to come back and compete for the championship next year. We just got to make, uh, make a couple of moves. Grab a, uh, like I said, grab a swing piece, either one that can come off the bench or be a starter, and we got to trade Ben. It's time to get rid of Ben Simmons, man. It's time to get rid of Ben Simmons. It's, I mean, I like the kid, but he's not producing. You got to go. If you're not producing, you got to go, man. God damn it, Sixers. I thought we was going to make it to the chip, man. I thought we, damn it, I thought we really was going to make it to the chip. How the fuck we lose to the Hawks, man? Trey Young, a hell of a player. Fucking John Collins dunking all over Embiid every fucking night on these backdoor alley-oops that Embiid just can't seem to find his man at all. Clint Capella... John Collins killed Embiid on these fucking backdoor rolling to the basket alley-oops. Yo, they just ran that shit every night on us. And Embiid couldn't stop it. So we got to figure something out. I don't know. I don't know. We can't play Howard at the four. Maybe. Maybe play Howard at the four. Start Tobias at the three. Come off with the young guns. And then we start Seth and I. I say Thibault, and, you know, we tweak that rotation, get Maxi up in there coming off the bench with Shake. But, yeah, I think the future still look bright for us. We just got to make a couple of moves. 
I think the process is done on on Ben Simmons. We know what the process has given us for Embiid, but we still don't know what we got in Ben Simmons, man. So that makes another player we didn't missed out on. We didn't well, Markel Folks and Ben Simmons. When we could have just had my fucking uh, what's my man in Boston name? Tatum, Jason Tatum, man. But neither here nor there. We ain't got no time machine, so we can't go back into the future. But it's all good. But yeah, Sixers, you did your best. We was the number one team in the Eastern Conference this year. Lost in the semifinals of the con, uh, yeah, the conference semis, game seven. Better luck next year, man. Honestly, y'all got me feeling like I'm just gonna be an NBA fan. I'm tired of, <laughs> I'm tired of supporting teams. I feel like next year I'll be an NBA fan, and that's when the Sixers are win the chip. Like I'll go around telling people, no, I'm just a fan of basketball, and then the Sixers are win the chip. But fuck it, I'm still gonna go down to the uh, the parade and get drunk with everybody else. Fuck you, me. But anyway, on to more other life stuff. You know, Father's Day was yesterday, June 20th. Uh, I had my Father's Day guest celebration on Saturday, June 19th. Had to go pick up my daughter from New Jersey. She lived in Baltimore. She was at a grandma's house, scooped her up. Uh, my brother scooped my other daughter up. You know, we just went and bought some seafood. We had shrimp, we had uh, potatoes. We had salmon. Shit, man, we had all types of shit. I was in there fucking up. <laughs> I can't even remember everything. <laughs> but, you know, we just had, like, a little, you know, food, get together. Drink a little bit, smoke a little bit. Not with the kids, of course, but me and my brother. You know, just chilled out. Enjoyed Father's Day. I had to ask for it. They wasn't trying to give it. They was going to make me cook. I bought the food, and they was going to make me cook, but... I enjoyed my, my pre-Father's Day, I guess. Father's Day, I didn't do really too much. I just fell back, kicked it in the crib, really. I don't think I went out yesterday. Not that I can remember. I had to drop my daughters off. That was about it. But yeah, it had me just thinking like, uh, hold on one second. Can y'all turn that down for me? Thank you. Um, uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, I was talking about kids. <laughs> I was talking about kids and shit, man. It just led me to thinking, like, uh, you know, how, like, children connect with your purpose in life and shit, man. They're, like, your motivation to do better and, like, be better people. Like, sometimes it'll be shit that I don't really feel like doing or something I'm not really... My attitude isn't in the mood to handle it properly. But having children, it reminds me that the things I'm doing ain't just for myself. I also got to make sure I'm doing things to put them in a better position and a better life. The things that I do every day now is going to determine their life. So it's like your children are your motivation. And I ain't going to sit here and act like I was one of them people that when I first had kids, it immediately clicked like that. It was like, no. It's like you still got to figure out your life and you got to figure out how to take care of them. But now it's kind of, I don't want to say merged, but I, I guess that's the closest word that I realize. Anytime I don't feel like doing something, think about my kids, man. Anytime I need to find that motivation to keep going or to be better or to, to change, it's like, do it for your kids. Do it for them. Be better for them. Do better for them. Because most people think about it like, oh, well, your children 
their imitation of you or they do the things that you that they see you do and they learn from you but it ain't just that it's about it's about legacy most people think of like the jay-z song when you think of the word legacy but i looked at the definition and one of the definitions for legacy is a thing handed down by a predecessor so that thing can be it can be anything from real estate to a car to a watch to money to anything you know but even more even the non-materialistic thing about legacy that is handed down is like your your reputation I guess and not just your reputation to the outside world like you know when people ask your children or when people talk about you to your children you want them to speak highly of you but not just that you want your children to speak highly of you it's like you want your children to realize like damn this person they did everything and sacrificed everything that they had to or that they didn't even want to for a better life for me that's what a legacy is sometimes the, the passing down of it's bigger than us is about we it's not about me it's about we that's what I feel re- really re- uh, legacy represents it's like we're supposed to be teaching our children but really we learn it from them as well we learn to stay joyous we learn patience from our children and and in return we pass down the lessons of the past and the lessons of the challenges they're going to face in the future so it's like you can be out here and I heard somebody else say this I'm going to piggyback off of it but you're going to be out here right walking down the street minding your business and some random person they want to smoke with you for whatever reason and you could be in your feelings right there be like you know what or just say they say you get into a fight for no reason you walk down the street some motherfuckers just try you and shit if you're in your feelings you're going to be thinking like man I should come back I should kill these niggas or I'm going to come back with my homies or this or that when really your children should be the first thing to come to your mind like damn if I go do anything to these people if I try to get revenge on these people is it worth not seeing my children again? Before you make any crazy decision, you got to think, is it worth not seeing your family again? Especially if you got children. A lot of us adults, we ain't grown until we hit our 40s, so we still children of our parents. And it's like, until you really realize that, yo, these kids is really dependent upon us, you don't really understand your, de- your decision making. And once I finally understood that, it was like, all right, I may want to do this one thing, but I know it's going to affect my children negatively. And even though I want to do it, I can't do it. Because that's not passing down a good legacy. That's passing down a legacy of stupidity and, and a cycle of, what they say, hate and violence and all that shit. But being able to walk away and be a bigger person or being able to make a better decision, you pass that down to your children of how to move throughout this life. So yeah, legacy is big. Like that's my motivation right now. That's what I, I'm in the the game of chess that plays inside my head. Is like sometimes I don't want to move these pieces in certain ways, but I remember I have to because it ain't about the game I'm playing right now. It's about the end result, and the end result is always we all gonna die. You but you want to leave your children with a legacy of strength, confidence, and love when you go. 
that's the legacy I want to leave. I want my children to have, you know, strength, knowledge, love. <coughs> this mystery blunt kicking my ass. Yes, I do smoke mystery blunts. If you don't know what a mystery blunt is, it's all right, it's two forms of the mystery blunt. You got the some people, I know back in the day we used to take the roaches, right? You smoke your blunts, you save your roaches. When you low on weed, you take another blunt, you just put all those roaches in the blunt, just roll it up and smoke it. Mm. Now we were young and dumb. We did not understand how much tobacco we were smoking back then. And just smoke that as like one blunt. You had a paper that the roaches was in, and you rolled it again in some thick ass Dutch paper or whatever paper we were smoking, Phillies and shit. And you smoke that motherfucker. You called it a mystery blunt because it was a mystery type of weed you could smoke. It was all types of shit. <laughs> I still smoke mystery blunts, but I don't enjoy it like that no more. I don't just be throwing the roaches in the blunt. I'm sophisticated now, so I unravel the roaches. <laughs> it's a tedious product, uh, process. Fingers be all black and shit. But sometimes you got to do it. You long weed. Even if you got weed, sometimes I'll have weed, right? And I'll still roll the roaches. And I know you probably think of why. You got weed. Mm. I do it for two reasons. One, of course, to save the weed. But more importantly, I do it to stay humble. Because <laughs> motherfuckers be like, I ain't smoking no roaches. Listen, even if I got weed, I humble myself by smoking the roaches. I remember that, yeah. We ain't out here just big balling. And even if we was, when you do less, you gain more. So, when you are just smoking the weed up, you want to have less of it. But hey, you can... If you could have a little balance to it, that's why I do it. I saw I have a little balance to where I say the weed. I go through some of the weed I already smoke. I know it sounds crazy. If you ain't a pothead, you wouldn't understand. I came up in the 90s and the early 2000s. This the, just the type of shit we did. We re-rolled roaches and we drank Tahitian treats. <laughs> so every time I can't even drink that shit no more because it just tastes like blunts now and then. Yeah, I definitely still smoke mystery blunts. I don't give a fuck. About to light one up right now. And I'm lighting some weed up after that. Bringing this goddamn tea in this little studio, making me hot as a motherfucker. Out of shirts, I'm starting taking off clothes. Doing the podcast, 50% naked. But yeah, roaches. Guys, smoke them sometimes. Stay humble. <laughs> you gotta humble yourself in life sometimes to remind yourself that, yo. Even though I want bigger and better, I still can, I can handle not having everything I want. Maybe I'll have a half an ounce. I still roll a roach. I don't give a fuck. I roll a mystery blunt, I mean. Like, well, I'm trying to impress. impress. If they don't want to smoke the blunt with me, fuck it, I smoke it myself. <laughs> and rabble them roaches, roll that shit up, smoke that shit right to the face. God damn it, I do not care. Papito is of a different breed. We come from a different, uh, what they call them, different pride. <laughs> this tea is hitting, goddammit. It's just way too hot to be drinking tea, though. But it makes me feel good. That's why I do it. You gotta do shit to make you feel good in life. Like I said, it's a balance. Sometimes it's shit that I don't want to do that I gotta do for my children. And sometimes it's shit that I, I shouldn't do, but I gotta do for myself just to feel better. I'm gonna go in the air after I drink this tea, but. Yeah. Sixers lost. God damn it. So then it was uh Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks versus Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. Phoenix won their game one yesterday versus the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. My pick is gonna be 
I got Phoenix versus I got Phoenix versus Milwaukee in the chip. I got Phoenix taking the chip. Devin Booker or Chris uh, Paul gonna get the Finals MVP. That's how I see it. I ain't telling you to bet your money. I'm just saying that's how I see it. If I'm right though, you gotta split that shit with me. But uh, yeah, we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna have a great Monday. I know we all got shit to do, even if, even if you ain't got shit to do. Something that you could be doing. Make your life more productive, get you where you wanna be. That's the type of shit I'm on. I got a whole to do list that I just go through every day, trying to just steps to, you know, betterment. That's just the shit we on. On some positive shit, trying to stay away from negative shit, stay low. And if, uh, these my that's my what's it calling for you for the day. My affirmation, I guess they call it. That's what the people in the little spiritual world be calling. It. But it's my affirmation. I dare you. Go ghost. Stack your money. Avoid attention. Stay low key. Stay out the way. Do what you gotta do to get yours. You know I am Papito. It's my show Lens Bias. We're gonna rebrand this thing to the Papitoville joint. Uh, or excuse me, it's gonna be Papitoville. It's still gonna be Lenny's morning joint. But you know, we rebranded, we in the mix of it. I appreciate you listening. Uh I hope you have a great day. Hope you have a great week. It's gonna be a great summer, great life, you know. If you look at it, is the glass half full or the glass half empty? Always look at life like it's happening for you, not to you. I'm out. Peace.